it's so funny when we wrestle because we're so like we're like polarized like opposite styles you know she's so like she wants people in on her legs she wants to be put in the split she wants to be in weird positions I want to not ever be in those positions I want to run th straight through you I want to get put you know uh get you know physical front headlocks just run through shots she's she likes um to play the defensive stuff and so if we if I don't finish quick on her she's gonna scramble out or something and probably score on me but if she you know gets too comfortable scrambling I might just you know pick her off her feet so we're really good partners for each other welcome back to the arrow wrestling's podcast today we have Michaela Beck Beck was on her show very early on when I first started the podcast. So we bring her back to see what's up with Michaela Beck. Uh, we go through some things. Um, I think you'll find this episode uh, very interesting. But with no further ado, Michaela Beck. Alright, so... Let's start off with uh, COVID-19. I mean, I know you were at another state when that happened, but tell me how that affected you wherever you were at that time. Yeah, so I was so I was in Iowa at the time, and it was like right when it got, um, you know, announced that they're not going to have NCAs, and, and they, you know, it started to become apparent, like, all right, we're, we're probably not going to be in this room much longer. Um, so we actually took some airdyne bikes and we took some equipment. We put in forest truck and we just took it to our garage and we're like, you know, we don't know what we're going to have access to. So at least we had, we made a, a makeshift uh, garage gym and that was our, our gym for, for a while there in, in COVID. And, and then around that time too, we found out, you know, Perry had gotten the job at ASU and, um, and we're like, Hey, I think looking back, maybe, if it wasn't COVID-19, I would say, well, slow down. I'm not just going to run off with Perry. I need to figure out, you know, what's best for me. Am I going to stay in Iowa? Am I going to look elsewhere? But because it was COVID, I didn't feel like we really had a choice. If we wanted to train and we wanted, um, you know, to, to, to just have a set, set place to live and train, um, we felt that it made the most sense to follow Perry to, or at least, you know, I, I felt like at that time, it this makes the most sense to follow Perry to Arizona. And um, it was Arizona was pretty open, actually, when I got there. So, uh, yeah, then I just ended up in Arizona over the summer. So I was in Iowa and then Arizona uh, for most of COVID. So you said you like thinking about it. I guess you didn't have time to think about it when, to, when you went to Arizona. And then you made the shift from Arizona to uh Wisconsin can you tell me like what went through you what was the process like and what made you want to switch again right so um yeah you you hit the nail on the head I felt like with going to from Iowa to Arizona I didn't feel like it was super thought out um I felt very rushed I felt I felt nervous with COVID I, I felt like it's either we do this or it's I'm not going to train you know and um we had had a loyalty to, to Perry, who's the RTC coach um, at Hawkeye Wrestling Club. And I just kind of took a leap of faith there. It ended up not working out for me. I just, um, 
you know, a lot of things happened over the summer and I just realized when I got healthy, it still just wasn't really the place for me, the structure of how they train it. And there's nothing wrong with what they do. They have amazing athletes there and they have, um, you know, just really high level coaching and, and skills being worked on. Um, but for, for me, what I needed at that point in my career, I just didn't think I was progressing and I was doing everything in my power. I was working super hard. I just didn't feel like I was clicking with, with my, the coaching staff at a certain point. I didn't feel like there was unity with the team. I didn't feel like I was working on uh, the necessary things in the room. I didn't feel like um, I had th that support that I really needed. And like I said, that's just a feeling. That's how I felt. And um, I think for other girls, you know, it's, it was the perfect fit and I'm so happy for them and, and that it's a great fit for some people, but for me, I knew it wasn't. And um, so now venturing into how, well, how did you choose Wisconsin? I literally, I had a match, one of the Roxford matches on the Wisconsin card and I stayed and trained for a little bit. And I just was like, I was just, how these coaches ran their practice, how they spoke to their athletes, how they spoke to me, how we just talked about just, they're just really detailed guys, hard workers. Like they're just so clear on everything they said and they, they followed through with what they told me. And I just, I was like, this is where I need to be. If I want to make world teams and, and win world titles, like it needs to be with these guys. And I just, I made that switch and I felt very, and I still do this day. That's like the best decision of my career so far. Wow. Um, so I, I knew you were, I mean, I knew you in high school, in high school and you were just like, uh, you know, you would grind things out. You had kind of <laughs> like that Iowa style. Yeah. Did, did your style sort of switched or is it, do you still have that mentality of like, I'm going to grind when I go to practice? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm always going to grind. That's like forever, man. That's why I'm a little always kind of not always, but I've, I'm banged up here and there always like, um, I think it's just because it's like, whatever I do, I'm just going to go hard. Like, uh, for example, like, Oh, you know, people saying, you know, you should bike not run as much. So today I bike, you know, over two hours. Like it's just, there's this, this moderation for me that I need to start working on. I always have that, you know, it's the Iowa people call it the Iowa mentality, but these, I mean, that's how they train here. They now they train very smart and there's a plan, but they train really hard here. And, um, we know we go, we scrap and we, we train, you know, intensely, we drill hard. So that's not, you know, just an Iowa thing. I think, uh, they do it here too. And they do it in a really smart way. Um, and they have a great strength and conditioning coach too, who's, who's super involved. So yeah, that's always going to be a part of me. Um, and if I feel like I'm not getting that somewhere, it, it's going to affect my confidence because, uh, that's what kind of makes me believe in myself is when I train that certain way. That's good to know. Uh, tell, tell me about, um, I know you didn't, uh, as soon as you went into like, I guess once you graduate, you didn't go into college. I know we talked about uh, before, but now tell me the benefits of you going to these RTCs instead of going to a college program. Yeah, I think it's, you know, I think it's going to start getting bigger. I it's, it's benefited me so, so much. I mean, you know, it was a different experience at each place. You know, I went to Iowa and, you know, my partners were so much better than me that that was really tough. You know, when you can't, 
you can barely score a take. I would be, it would be a good day if I got a takedown of practice, one takedown, one. That would, if I, most days I didn't, but if I did, that'd be a really awesome day. And I'd remember that takedown vividly. And it's just like those, I did that for like a long time, like a year and a half. And I, I was thinking at one point, gosh, this can't be good for me, you know, but it actually really was. I didn't even know it was happening, but it was making me super tough and super scrappy and uh, just stronger, mentally stronger. Uh, and then when I wrestled other people, it wasn't nearly as hard as wrestling those girls I was wrestling. So, um, and it was important for me to be in that, in the room surrounded by the energy of a college program, which I, that's what I love. So when I went to Arizona, we were kind of separate from the college team and I didn't really like that. And I felt like the, uh, you know, people like kind of were too individualized. Oh, I'm not, they didn't do this. Some people wrestled, some didn't, some were off, some were on the mat, some wrestled live, some didn't. And that was just kind of, kind of tricky for me. So coming uh, to here to Wisconsin, it kind of reminds me back of like the Iowa wrestling room where it's like, this is the team practice time. You're be here, get ready to go, get ready to scrap. And like, that's kind of what I thrive on. So for me, it's been working out great. You know, you look at someone like Macy Kilty, she's at North Carolina. It looks like it's working out great for her. So it's just, uh, I wouldn't choose it to have it any other way. But for some people, that might be hard to not score a takedown for a year, <laughs> you know? So. so now that you're old, now that you're older, uh, when we see you wrestle at the college level, like, would you go I mean, when you go back to school, would you want to wrestle? I guess that's the question. Would you want to wrestle for a college team? And if so, what college team do you have in mind to wrestle for, if you're going to wrestle? Yeah, I, you know, that's funny. We always joke. We're, like, saying, like, I'm going to be, like, a 28-year-old freshman. And we always joke about that, like, how funny that would be. They So, I don't know. I mean, for right now, I'm, I'm, it's not really on my mind. Um I might go to school, go to school and start, um, you know, take a class or something, but it's not really like, like specifically on my mind because it's not my, my goal was never to be a college national champion. It was to be a world champion and make senior level world teams. So um, that's like my main focus right now, but if they get a program, you know, we'll see in the future, but it's going to be at Wisconsin then, you know? <laughs> All right. All right. Um, so now talk about the, the, the Olympic, I, I know you went to the last chance and then you went to the Olympic, uh, well, Olympic qualifier, yeah, Olympic qualifier, but, uh, tell me about the process of your training. How was the training like going into those events? Mm -hmm. Um, so for the, when I did the, my first Rockfin event here in Wisconsin, it was in January and that's when I said I have to come out here and I, I really I was so like crystal clear in that decision and then um so I committed to being out here and then but I didn't move for I, I didn't move here until um April so I would go back to Arizona and train and then I had another Rockfin card here in February did a training camp here and then I went back to Arizona so when I was in Arizona once I announced that I was moving to the Wisconsin RTC I didn't really go into many Sunkiss practices anymore. And I mostly trained with Angel Cejudo, which 
you know, he's Henry Cejudo's brother. He's a, he's a genius. He's a really, really great coach. Um, and he has really good boys and girls on, on his team. His daughter's really good. Um, and I, I trained with that team, those high school guys for a little bit. And, uh, and that's what kind of prepared me when I wasn't doing like training camps here, when I'd go back to Arizona, that's who I was working with. And, um, and I was doing that a couple of days a week. And then I was training with uh, Chad Ike. He trains a lot of UFC fighters um, that fight out of Fight Ready in gym in Scottsdale, Arizona. I was doing my strength and conditioning with him, just getting in the best shape I could. And that kind of back and forth is how I trained to going into last chance. And then for the Olympic trials, it was just a week later. So it was basically just resetting and doing it again. That so... That was basically how my training was leading up to that. And then soon after Olympic trials, I moved out to um, Wisconsin full-time, and that's how I prepared for U23s out here. Tell me about your training uh, going into U23s. You were at Wisconsin, right, at that time? Mm -hmm. Yep, I I was in Wisconsin for a couple weeks. And that was, like, the most – I swear to God, that was the most dialed-in training I've ever had in my whole life for, like, three weeks. Every single day for those – three weeks like I just can't believe how much better you can get in three weeks I didn't believe you could but you can if you really come in focused every day we didn't even practice for longer than like 60 minutes or 70 minutes like so an hour practice um that was it and it was just so focused so intense but so precise like so sharp every rep and then we do like matches and they would you know the coaches reader John Reeder and Chris Bono like would watch the matches and you know just make sure you were still being offensive and yeah that was that was really really dialed in training and then it was just you know we'd do that in the morning and then the afternoon was just recovering and maybe a little weight management if you needed it but they said basically to me at that point if you just you come in and you put the work in in these in these in the 60 minute practice you don't even need to do anything else you'll be ready to go and I just trusted them, and, and I was ready. Can you, t- can you tell me about the Sunkits uh, practices? Where is that? Where are they located? I always hear about it, but I don't know where it is. So so Sunkist, like, uh, yeah, it's, it's a little confusing because it's, like, there's a lot of Sunkist people, like, that are sponsored by Sunkist, like, all throughout the country. But the actual Sunkist RTC is in uh, – it's in Arizona. And, uh, yeah, that's where I – when we, like – moved there that's where we practiced and Perry's the head coach there but they like the ASU guys on the on the team come out for some Sunkiss practices but um we're not like involved in their ASU practices we're in a different we were in a different uh whole facility separate from them so it's its own uh they have their own facility is that right yeah they do it used to be it used to be where Angel's um team used to train but then they got their own they got a different facility so I think that was kind of like up for grabs type of thing and we we trained there because of COVID we weren't allowed in the room yet and then we just like they just kept it in that in that facility it's a good room so what's the future for you like what do you see I guess in like two five years what do you see in your future I mean I I truthfully and listen I've, I've moved around whatever not a lot, but I mean, a decent amount. I mean, I went from New York City to Iowa, 
to Arizona, to Wisconsin. What, what I see, I really see myself staying here for to, for many, many years to come in my career, probably to the end of my career, because it just, it's almost like a relationship. You search, you know what I'm saying? And then you find your, your person. I feel like I found my coaches and my teammates and my support system that really works for me. So I see, that's number one. I see myself being here. Um, and I see myself, you know, I want to make a, you know, I've made age level world teams and I really want to um, short, short term goal. It's a couple months away, but I really want to, you know, medal and do well at U23s. And then, you know, longer term goals is senior level stuff, making senior level world teams and, and meddling and winning senior level worlds. That's the goal. The dream is, you know, world and Olympic gold, gold medal period. So that's, that's, that's hopefully within, you know, four, th two, three, four years. I mean, maybe sooner, who knows? Uh, I know that your training partner, the, the, the only one that right, right now that I know it's Rana Heaton. Uh, who else do you train uh, at Wisconsin? Do you train with the guys or how does it mm -hmm. work? Yeah. So, so yeah, Rana, obviously she's, and she's so like, um, it's so funny when we wrestle because we're so like, we're like polarized, like opposite styles, you know, she's so like, she wants people in on her legs. She wants to be put in the split. She wants to be in weird positions. I want to not ever be in those positions. I want to run through, straight through you. I want to get put, you know, uh, get, you know, physical front headlocks, just run through shots. She's, she likes, um, to play the defensive stuff and so if we if I don't finish quick on her she's gonna scramble out of something and probably score on me but if she you know gets too comfortable scrambling I might just you know pick her off her feet so we're really good partners for each other so I go with her and I actually go with Erin Golston a lot she's 50 kilos and she's really really good um she's obviously a little smaller than me um but she's so fast she's quick she's really good in her tie-ups her wrist ties and um, so we will wrestle a fair amount and then I go with the guys. So I wrestle Seth a fair amount, Seth Gross. I wrestle with, um, Eric Barnett. I wrestle with like a lot of those, the guys in the team. So it, it's really good. That's cool. Uh, I just, one more thing. Uh, when you have your practices, is it with the team or is it separate? Like, how does it work? So we're, yeah, no, we're with the team, like, which I love here. They like, um, they're basically like, you're on our team. You're not like, it's not like the team and then the girls. Like we are part of the team. It's, you know, and I love that you get the energy. And then, and some people think, you know, I was told this when I, you know, first wanted to come to Wisconsin, not going to name names or who told me this, but, you know, read between the lines a little bit. Oh, they're not going to pay attention to you because they have a whole team of guys. Those, and that's what, and some days I'm, t I'm tired. I go, maybe they won't pay attention to me today and they'll just focus on the guys. They are on me. They have eyes in the back of their head. They know when I'm stalling. They know when I'm fixing my hair, when I don't want to get back to the set. Those guys are so, they're, they're such hard workers that they like, they can focus on so many people and still like so on their team and still be coming over, showing me technique, telling me to go hard. Like, so they are giving me actually so much attention, even with the team there. But um, when the team was on a break before U23s, there was only a couple people still in town. So it was a smaller group, but yeah, generally speaking, we're always with the team. That's pretty cool. Uh, last question. Um, what are you seeing from the outsider perspective? Cause you're not in the city anymore. Uh, girls wrestling in New York city. And then in the outer, uh, the outer perspective of the uh, nationally. 
Yeah, no, that's a good question. You know, the first thing that came to my mind right now when you said that is, is that I, like, I, I, I'm a little bit like um, on the outside now because, like, I don't even know that many girls on our Fargo team and stuff anymore because they're younger than me now. So it's like, it's kind of like sad. It's like they're not in my age group anymore, so I don't know as many names and stuff. Um, I wanna, you know, and I could probably talk to Emma and see how I can get more involved. I wanna know, like, learn more about what's going on in the city with these girls and, and get more involved with them because um, just just help out and whatever. Because you know, girls did that with when I was younger, like Destiny and you know Jen and whatever. And um, they were always helping me, so I, I would love to you know get to know them more. So I, I don't really know much about the city scene, but I can tell you on the, the national level, it's growing and it's really tough. And you go to like Body Bar, our, our world team trial tournament, and it's like, it's so hard now for all the age levels, like cadets. I mean, cadets, juniors, U23, it's just, there's so many girls in the bracket now. And it's, it's just like really exciting because like you see Sammy Henson was there, like Chase Pammy, Chris Bone, like, all these big time male coaches are here to coach women because the tournament, like these tournaments mean a lot and these girls are really good. So it's, it's really cool to see that. Any last words? Um, no, just thanks, Andy. I appreciate you guys staying in touch with me. And, you know, I, I always, everywhere I go, I call everywhere I've ever lived, whatever, I still call New York city home. So that's to me, it's, it's home. And um, I always remember, just you guys always being super helpful and I would want to drill and you were always available. So I, I appreciate you brother. And, and uh, uh, keep doing was, what you're doing. Yeah. I was actually telling someone, I'm like, I remember when uh, I used to drill with you. I'm like, but at the time you told me that I'm like, why, why does she want to drill with me? I'm not that great. <laughs> uh, yeah. It was, it was funny. No, but <laughs> yeah. you, you know why dude? Because you were available. This, it, what made me the most mad is like people saying, yeah, yeah, I'll be there. And they wouldn't come, you know, to NYC or they'd something would come up, but you never had an excuse. So like, I always respect, that's why, you know, you're successful and that's why you're going to keep being successful because you don't make excuses. You put the work in and that's why I always hit you up. I'm like, he's always going to be there. So I appreciated that. Yeah, no problem. I mean, it, it was a tough workout, but I learned a lot. I mean, you're much bigger than me. And yeah. Like, you, and no, like, I felt bad. Oh, I was like, especially <laughs> I kept growing. I was like, damn, I feel bad. But, um, no, but it, it it was it was cool, and I, I'll never forget those those uh, yeah, I learned, workouts. I learned a lot from that. Um, I learned about the focus you had. I'm like, wow, she's so focused and so young. Like you came in like I'm gonna do X, Y, and Z, and that's it. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, wow. exactly. <laughs> like you knew what you wanted to do before coming in and like you had a plan basically and I'm like wow she's she's very structured yeah, and that's for some people like you talk to some people they would say like oh my god that that sounds terrible why would you want to put structure I just want to come into the wrestling room and be free and roll around and like I know most people are like that and and they say they just want to spar and play wrestle and and that's how they learn and but everyone's different like for me I need a little bit more structure and I need you know, X, Y, and Z, we need to do this, 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 or we need to stay until we can get it done, you know? Um, so that's just basically what I need, you know? Um, but yeah, yeah, it was, that's, that's how I kind of like felt like I started really getting better is when I did that. So yeah, that's what works for me.
Yeah, it's pretty cool to see that, especially how, how young you were. And I'm like, she's like her own coach. She, she already knows what to do. Like, it's like <laughs> I don't need to tell her. She's like, she knows what she's struggling in, which is remarkable to, to see that. Uh, me thinking about it, I'm like, wow, she was very, and, and I think that's why you were successful, you know? You know, you see that. Yeah, yeah, it was, it's like tough. It's like, no one wants to, you know, who wants to, to like work on what they're not good at? It's not fun, but that's what, you know, what you got to do. And um, that's kind of where I had to put a lot of work in these these past couple of years. And sometimes, like you said, you have to be your own coach and, and like no one's going to do it for you, you know? So um, just it's nice now because I feel like I have so much support. I don't have to be my own coach anymore, but there's a good chunk of time where I felt like that, you know, and, um, you know, it's, it was a good, it's a good like learning stage that I went through that though. Well, uh, yeah. Nice talking to you and keep drilling your, your single. I still remember your single used to do that wrist single. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's funny. So I, like, I, I, I'm, I need to like actually like hit that, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, it, it's really good. I mean, I keep telling you since like you were younger, I'm like, hit that <laughs> single. It's, Thanks. when you yeah. drill it, it it's really good you know it's but. gonna take like sometimes you just gotta take that leap of faith and just go for it you know in competition sometimes you surprise yourself so if i hit that i'll shout you out for sure <laughs> <laughs> thanks Andy. I mean, it's your move but i'm like i mean we drilled it way back and i'm like it's really good like it's smooth you know it's you don't have to think about it but i mean i know in a live situation it's probably not there sometimes um but yeah Nice talking to you and we thanks, should... Andy. Put up, brother. All right. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Arrow Wrestling's podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a rating. Please follow us on Instagram, Arrow underscore wrestling, to stay updated with future episodes.